Hi everyone and welcome to episode 143 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys. How are we Lauren? Uh, We're okay. We are just in a constant state of cold at the moment. Sickness. I know. Yeah. It's just everywhere. As you can tell my voice is a bit different from normal it may change a, as the episode goes on i don't know you have a certain sexual flair to your voice i thank you i <laughs> that's not no how problem. i would have described it but it's a uh, rustic a rustic little uh raspy. twinge uh, yes, a raspy, rasp. raspy voice um yeah so uh, as you listen to the episode my raspy sexual voice we'll be talking about numerous topics mm. but today we have made the decision it's going to be a questions-focused episode. Mm. Questions. So we're going to have a brief news segment at the beginning of the show, and then we're going to go question-heavy. We've got 11 questions that we're going to answer. People love us. They asked a lot of questions. Thank you, people. They asked a lot of questions. We're going to try our best. Mm. But for you new folks, if you've never listened to the show before, Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. We have a new show coming out every Tuesday working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union and we come on the iTunes store as well as FinalFantasyUnion.com. We are extremely grateful to all the people that choose to support us on Patreon and if you want to support us, head over to Patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion to find out more. We're now going to read out everyone who has pledged $2.50 or more per episode. Starting with Lauren. Barry Norton at Nortron Zero. Christian Burge. Louis James. Satria Jarasadama at Satria 65 Ruben. Skylar Lovelace. Tyson Wildman at Ty Wildman 1. William Trengrove at Varnas the Azure. Chris Morales. Dustiv Haviv at Dustyfish 770. Eric Decker at Choco Taco. Harley Crawley at Dark Said Tiyokami. Jonathan Gonzalez at Oh, It's Just Johnny. Josh McNabb at J2K9. Michael Graham. Thorin Bullen at Massacre 23. Zach Duranto at Zed Duranto 58. Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akira Namejin. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Darren Matthews at Doomster73. Joseph Robson at Pokemon Trainer J. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Mario Hucker. Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Mohamed Kayum. Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Nack95. Rachel Casterton at Urbion Ray. Tony Stemmen at Tony Stemmen. Natanitas at V underscore Tron5000. Zelda clone at Apes Type Novels. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thank and you. just a bit of an announcement. Um, as far as the badges goes, I think there is a bit of a backlog um, of people who need badges. And uh, just letting you guys know that I uh, have not been able to get the badges out because I stupidly packed my supplies in storage. I have the badge maker. I have the badge cutter. I don't have the actual badge pieces. So um, we are moving into our new house, hopefully uh, April 10th, and we'll have everything sorted. So um, I won't be able to do any badges until after April 10th. So just letting you guys know, I haven't forgotten about you. I just have literally nothing to make badges with except for maybe sticks and spit. But I don't think you want that. Also, Ventus, if you're listening, please check your Patreon messages. Yes, yes, yes that's definitely your, check. That's your PSA. Yes, that is your assignment. All right, so news this episode. There's actually been quite a few, but it's not really too expansive. Um, and the first topic is about Final Fantasy 15, 
we are going to keep this spoiler free. There's mm. a load of stuff we could talk about that's spoilerific. Yeah. Um, and it's that the big revision to chapter 13 that they have announced is going to be coming alongside episode Gladiolus. Uh, it's going to be patch 1.06, I think. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, so basically... I thought, I thought it was like 03. I thought it was No, that's World of Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. I'm getting um, more confused. So, yeah, so it's going to be coming alongside the uh, the DLC patch. And that's generally how they've done it. So mm. whenever they've like... Uh, the um, holiday pack came alongside a patch. Uh, when holiday pack uh, went away, it was alongside a patch. Like they generally will do the uh, the patch updates a long time at the same time as other things come along. Yeah, um, but it seems a bit weird with this one because they both seem like such big things. I don't know, like the chapter thirteen stuff seems like pretty big, like news. Well, that's so. This is my uh, my um, kind of nefarious theory. It's that so with episode Gladiolus, they are making it play. They're making it so you can play as Gladio, and obviously throughout Final Fantasy fifteen, you could only play as Noctis. There was no yeah. way around that. Um, and because they've spent a lot of time working on creating the mechanics for Gladio, and they, they're actually quite a bit different from Noctis. Obviously, you can't use the warp mechanics. Uh, it's heavy sword, like great sword only. Um, so he's got a whole thing where when you defend and um, like take damage, uh, well, defend like defend yourself so you don't take as much damage. Your your attack gets uh, boosted up. Mm. So there's like a whole um, kind of um like basically gladio acts like a turtle yeah uh, and then he'll kind of unleash more fury as a result of that yeah um like a tank yeah he he is the tank so they've spent a lot of time working on those mechanics to make it fresh and different and i feel that part of the chapter 13 revision whether they wanted it to be this or not is to integrate the work they've done on episode gladiolus into the campaign so one of the the big changes that they're making for this revised chapter 13 is that for the first the only part of final fantasy 15 at at present you will not play as noctis yeah so there will be a segment where you get to play as gladiolus and you'll get to kind of get a taster and this is why i think it's slightly nefarious because obviously from their perspective they put a lot of work into it and this is why i don't think it was necessarily planned but um they're they they're going to use it as a kind of a demo i mm. guess for episode gladiolus yeah that's i mean it's a weird way of looking at it but that that's how i a think bit. they're doing it like i don't think when they released the game they were like oh you know what we're going to revise chapter 13 and we're going to put it in a segment where you can play as gladiolus i think it's more they kind of thought well there's been a lot of backlash about chapter 13 we're going to yeah. revise it well why don't we use this as an opportunity to showcase the work that we've been doing with episode gladiolus yeah and then maybe some people will think oh actually i quite like the way that that plays out yeah maybe i'll check out the dlc pack as well although from what i've heard as well there will be a sort of thing where like you'll be able to play the beginning bit of episode gladiolus like um the from what i've heard like the cave will be unlocked but like you'll it'll yeah. just take you up to the boss and then the boss is You'll you'll need yeah, so episode you'll, Gladiolus in order to You'll be able to that. play it without Gladiolus. Yeah, if that makes sense. You'll yeah, be able, yeah. You'll be able to like do the dungeon. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. like it'll be accessible. Yeah, as the normal get in yeah. the normal game. But that's I'll, just what I've heard. Yeah. I don't know if that was a leak or not. No, I think um, that's I think that's been confirmed. Mm. I'm not too sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's the big big thing. Like you'll know, Gladiolus will become playable during chapter 13. Uh, I'm not going to say why or how that makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's from my perspective, I believe it's being done it makes to, sense. to help promote Episode Gladiolus. Yeah, as a DLC from that pack. perspective, it makes and, sense. And also to kind of make the guys who have worked on it feel that their work isn't just being um, only seen by a specific audience. Like yeah. now, 
it's going to be part of the game, the campaign forever. So anyone who's worked on episode Gladiolus, you won't just have to play the DLC to see the work they've done. Yeah. And I'm sure when they do episode Prompto and episode Ignis, it wouldn't surprise me if they do similar things. Yeah, I think so there's like, been rumours. Yeah, so like they might change other parts of the game so that they can put in whatever they've, they've worked on. Yeah. Anyway, so the other uh, big changes for episode, sorry, uh, chapter 13 are that there's going to be new scenes uh, put in place for Idola's Aldercapt and Ravis Nox Floray. Which as, I'm really excited yep, for. I mean, again, we're not going to talk about why they were yeah. needed, but they were very much needed. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I'm curious to see what they actually do with yeah. those scenes. Um, but we've, we've learned as well that they're going to be new scenes for Noctis. Mm. So I, I'm guessing that when you're playing as Gladio, um, there might be that might be when you can see new scenes for Noctis. I'm not too mm. sure, um, but I think it's I think it's good either way that they're they're actually doing that. Obviously, the new scenes were something they kind of promised pretty much like right after the game launched. Yeah, yeah Tabata was or Tabata was just like, ah, uh, guys, no, we need to get this sorted. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, well. and then the other big change is that. Um, the Ring of the Lucii, which obviously they even talked about prior to launch with the whole death spell. Yeah. Like, the the ring is okay. It, yeah. It's powerful during that segment. But pretty much after you finish that, the, like, the bit where you, where you, like, kind of, it's forced upon you to use. Like, no one, I've never really seen anyone use it. I've no. never felt the need to use it. And I think they realized the fact that no one ever uses <laughs> the Ring of the Lucii. Yeah. Um, so they've decided they're going to massively buff it up. Um, the three spells that you get with it are going to be incredibly powerful. Which I don't really, I don't really get because, like, I mean, from my perspective, Final Fantasy Fifteen was probably the easiest Final Fantasy that I've come to beat. Like, I mean, I granted, like, the end game stuff is a different story, but beating the main story, I just don't see the well, the even point, even really. like even the end game stuff. Like, it's not necessarily about. Um, difficulty of the game it's because even in the other ones you could just get your ass handed to you yeah it didn't matter how many kind of curatives you had or anything yeah. like you would just get trounced upon yeah like there were everyone dies at the same time yeah moves like you how are you supposed to the only way you get around that is if you've got phoenix attached to something yeah um whereas this one it was like even during chapter 13 where some people found it difficult you've got like a massive stash of high elixirs or whatever it is the hell you yeah, got. And I had so many. I had more Mega Phoenixes than I've ever had in any Final Fantasy Yeah, you, game. Don't, you don't... It's not a challenge. No. And even with the endgame stuff, like, you know, I, I beat... What's the... the um, like the... You've got Randolph who does, like, the legendary weapon um, yeah. quests. Uh, I beat the first one of those when I was, like, level 40. Just <laughs> that was I, a really funny just <laughs> time I as well. I was just spamming some... I just spam potions. Like, I know. And, and Ramu... Like being like yeah, Ramu did damage. like half his damage. But like, it's just it's 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 challenging, but it's not challenging at the same time. Yeah, no, but yeah, I just from that from that sort of thing, I just I just don't think that the Ring of Lucia really needs the buffing. But I guess if they're putting it in, that's cool. I think I think it's just because no one uses it. Yeah, and, like, but like, what's the point? Like, I mean, there's there's certain things that uh, yeah, because you could use the argument. Well, what, why don't they just buff other weapons? As well, because well, like, they like, don't really need to. Because like, there's going to be a certain weapon. Like, this will cross braids are pretty much everyone. They're the best weapons for yeah. damage. So why use anything else? 
Yeah. Unless they, it's, I guess it's because they feel that the Ring of the Lucifer should be more power, like should be more used. But it has like a whole segment. Like that's one segment that everybody is pretty much without a doubt using the same weapon. And it's the only thing that gets featured. Like you can't use any other weapons during that entire section. It's just that section. Well, so I don't know. So yeah, but either way, we're it, getting the buffs. So it's, it's being buffed up. We'll be even um, more. We'll be even more powerful than we already were. Even though I was already pretty powerful. Yeah, so um, the, <laughs> the, um, the next piece of news relates to World of Final Fantasy. Um, patch 1.03 is going live on the 23rd of March. To be honest, it doesn't really add that much. Mm-mm. Like, there's a couple of uh, fixes to some glitches. Um, they're adding the ability for you to uh, listen to the background music for Sephiroth, Sora, and Balthia. Yeah. Um, but and they're making the combat a bit more fluid, so yeah. you'll be able to input commands faster. Um, which I mean, like this is the whole thing. Like it's a turn-based battle system, but it's so fast. Mm. It is so fast, and like with using the fast forward, and then with the fact that they're making the input commands much quicker now, you'll be able to do things so so quickly. I know you'll be able to just speed through the game. But um, they're also adding like skip scenes as well within the battle scenes, yeah, so, which I don't know why they didn't like do that in the first place. I hate watching yeah. the champion sequences. I, mean, I, I it's one of those things where like in Final Fantasy Nine, you yeah I think it was in the options, but um, when you watch the summon for the first time, you want to watch it. Yeah, of course. Oh, definitely. But after that, they never man like they, I think there was the option to skip it. Like mm-hmm. there was a, a long version and a short version. Why have they lost the? The, I know. The, Why did they do it? And then they just are like, ah, no, we won't do that anymore. Even in Final Fantasy VIII, they had it. They had the short sequences and the long sequences. And um, I would say A was slightly different because you also had the boost mechanic. So you true. kind of wanted to watch the longer ones. You did. But but at the same time, you did have that option. And then um, Final Fantasy X, you had it. And then Final Fantasy... But Final Fantasy XV, you didn't even have it. Final Fantasy XV, you have to watch the whole thing. Granted, it's not that long, but I'd still just rather... Is pretty long. Yeah, that one's pretty long. Uh, Titan's pretty long too, and Shiva. But I'd just rather just be like, all right, uh, summon. Okay, press the button. All right, they're gone. Cool. All right, cool. That's fine. I I did it. My I did my part. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm 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 happy about that because yeah, it drives me crazy having to watch through it when I'm trying to like just grind or something. Yeah, so as I mentioned before, um, with the background music, Balthier is obviously being added at the same time as Patch 1.03 goes live. Uh, this is announced during the 30th anniversary event mm-hmm. that Balthier will be added. And it's obviously to tie in with the release of the Zodiac Age a couple of months too soon, perhaps. Yeah. But, um, but sooner rather than later. I mean, it's pretty crazy that Balthier is... Um, that Balthier wasn't in it in the first place. Yeah, and but- that's, that's the thing that was weird, because obviously, like, even Crystal Chronicles got Gets a character in there. Yeah. Where was Final Fantasy XII? Like, at all. I don't understand. Unless this was the plan mm. where they were going to add um, Balthier in afterwards, um, I-, I don't understand why there were no Final Fantasy XII characters no, in, zero in the zero representation whatsoever. But, um, yeah, I mean, with regards to when they're adding it, like, I mean, I guess that makes sense because it gives people to go back and play more of World of Final Fantasy yeah. because you're not going to play it at the same time as Final Fantasy twelve. And um, they're doing a bit of a push for Final Fantasy twelve at the moment. So, like, with the whole pre-orders thing, they want to try to get as many pre-orders as possible, as early yeah. as possible. So, yeah. I'm, I mean, guess that, yeah, it's pretty... pretty it makes sense. Uh, which leads us on to our last piece of news. Well, bits of news. Which is Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age. You like really build it up and then just. I know, I know. I kind of um, 
Oh, uh, what's 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 somebody who's screwed up? Mariah carried it, maybe. Um, either way, you peaked um, too soon. Yeah, I peaked too soon. Um, <laughs> so uh, Final Fantasy Twelve, the Zodiac Age, they had a massive like um a panel, big panel yeah. at uh, PAX East. And um, they explain some of the gameplay mechanics that they're adding. So they're going to have like times two and times four gameplay. So you'd be able to like fast forward through certain yeah, bits. I don't know why, but they only chose to show the times two. And they were like, yeah. well, if you want to see the times four, you can go and check it out yourself. It's like, well, like, okay, great. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, um, the map overlay thing is pretty cool. Though. Yeah, it's They really basically useful. make it so um, the map is... Uh, so you have the smaller map, but then you will have this bigger map that's overlaid over the um, actual gameplay. And, yeah. and so you can see where you're going a lot closer, which I really like because it's so annoying just looking at a small, teeny little space for your map. Um, well, I'm not even that. Like, I mean, Final Fantasy 15, how many times do you have to open the map menu? I know. Oh, it's so annoying to do that. I know it's like a small grievance, but I, I, I am happy with that change and then of course the biggest news was the fact that they announced the collectors and limited editions and the collector's edition oh my gosh this just seems like such a re like it just seems like we're going back in time to the final fantasy 15 stuff i mean granted hopefully they don't have a bunch of pre-orders with um mini games that you can only get for a certain amount yeah, of time i don't think they're gonna go um, as, as crazy for this but one but they are pretty cool i must admit like the final fantasy 12 uh collector's edition for the zodiac age um has judge busts like that's the biggest thing that they have going on for them is the fact that they have these um busts of all the judges but and the, they the look the funny thing amazing. about this right so the judge busters are the same size as the lightning one they mm. released before i believe mm. um but they've said they've come out and said that they're exclusive to the Clex edition now i don't know if any of you guys remember but when they announced the ultimate Clex edition at the uh, uncovered event they said the noctis play art was exclusive to the mm-hmm. ultimate Clex edition and then lo and behold they were selling it on the square Enix store and the way they got around that was to say well the 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 model was different that was exclusive yeah. not the fact it was noctis it was well he had an exclusive weapon yeah it's like well like so i'm wondering if they're going to do a similar thing mm. where i mean the caveat i can see them saying is that well this this is the only time they're going to be sold as a collection mm, so maybe. they might sell them independently yeah i think they would probably definitely sell judge Cabranth separately i think that's the one yeah. one of them that they would definitely sell separately they'd be silly not to i mean like he's such a popular character i mean the judge Cabranth helmet was such a big item, um, and even like the, the master arts, figure yeah, they did, the master like, the arts, figure. like those are really are really really sought after and really really expensive. Um, so it would be silly for them not to. Um, and then aside from that, you have the sort of traditional stuff. You have a six card art set. Um, there's um, the there's a steelbook for the collector edition and then like the guy who was in packs who was like well the limited edition is basically the same as the standard edition but you get a steelbook and it's a different cover to the collector edition so if you want to collect them both you have to buy both it's like what oh great yeah fantastic all right 260 dollars yeah i have that to spend yeah so that Um, that was the whole no it's 199 dollars isn't it yeah 199 but then plus the collector's edition would probably be another 60 or whatever yeah but um the only thing that was really sort of dodgy about this is the fact that like for the dlc thing that they announced and they sort of announced it slightly it's it's still really confusing to be honest but um basically 
from what we understand, you have to buy a DLC um, add-on in order to listen to the original soundtrack while you're playing Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age. So it's not something that comes with the standard edition. It You have to buy it separately. Yeah, so um, one of the changes they've made for The Zodiac Age is that the entire soundtrack has been reorchestrated. Um, and there's a couple of new tracks in there as well that um, Sakamoto has compo- uh, composed. Um, but yeah, like the, the, it was the weird thing that both the limited edition and the collector's edition had this note to say that there's going to be background music DLC. Yeah. So they're going to come with a code that enables you to unlock the option to listen to the original soundtrack. At least they will come with those editions. At least it's not like the season pass thing where they're just like, oh, by the way, you have to buy the season pass separately. So at least you well, are actually well, getting the DLC. But they haven't actually announced. Haven't I know you said it. about buying separately. They haven't yeah. announced there's going to be that option made available. Mm. Oh, whether it's going to be free DLC, paid DLC. Yeah. Like, so this is the weird thing because... Especially when we're looking at the Final Fantasy X, X, II remaster, there was obviously the remaster soundtrack for Final Fantasy X, and not all the tracks came across that well. No. And people, like, if, if they'd have forced people to listen to the remaster soundtrack instead of giving them the option to listen to the original soundtrack, I don't know how well that would have gone over. Mm. So I don't, I don't understand why they've done this because. Like, the game can't be that hardcore. It's on a Blu-ray. It was originally on a DVD. Yeah. I think if if anything, if they do charge for this, it has to be a money thing. I think the reason, like, with the um, 10.10.2, it was only, um, they had, like, the voice acting, I think, was uh, was a separate piece of DLC. Mm. But that was only for the PS3 and the Vita options. Mm. Because obviously, again, it's 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 less storage or whatever. Um, but the, the, the PS4 version had it all included. Yeah. So I, I don't know why they've done it for this one. I have a small inkling that it's... It's because of sales. Uh, uh, if they do, if they do charge just, for it, I just had a thing. Oh, yeah? I just had a thought. I, I think part of the reason might be because I I believe seeing somewhere that the soundtrack is now uncompressed, mm. and obviously if you're looking at like a a hundred track soundtrack, oh, God, it's all yeah, wave files under compressed. It's going to be quite large. large. Um, but so if I mean, you do have both soundtracks? That's quite yeah. Hench. But yeah, so that so makes it's... sense. But um, if they do charge for it, I mean, they're probably making their money back from development, if anything, because... Well, like, the reorchestration Well, <laughs> yeah, you think about that, but then you also think about, like, how well Final Fantasy XII, uh, the Zodiac Gauge, will probably sell. I mean, regardless of the fact that it has this new wave of admiration from fans, like, when it was originally released, it wasn't that well-received. It's an older game. Um, it's not as beloved as something like Final Fantasy X was. Like, Final Fantasy X is and the also, one that, that a lot of games. people... A lot of people played Final Fantasy X. And that had um, two games in that remaster. Because it was the first one. It was the first one on the PlayStation 2. I know. It had two games. I heard you. <laughs> You're just ignoring me. I know. I I'm like not this. ignoring you. Um, But, like, regardless of all of that, Final Fantasy XII is not... you. I don't think there's as many people with the warm and squishy feels for Final Fantasy XII as there was for like something like Final Fantasy X or Final Fantasy VII. So I don't know if they 
I don't know how well this will sell really at I don't all. Know, I don't know what they're expecting. I think the fans, the fans who want this game, they will go all out. They will buy the collector's edition. They will do whatever it takes. Like the, the fans who love Final Fantasy twelve love Final Fantasy twelve like to the core. So they're fine. But um, I just, I just don't know how how well it's going yeah. to appeal I mean, to a wider market. I know market. that it's it's slightly different from ten, obviously, because ten was one of the best selling. Um, yeah. most people played it now there's obviously some people that are new that will have come to pick it up but yeah i think with 12 because it obviously was one of the worst selling which is not necessarily a bad thing i think it's sold over six million copies now but um it there were less people that picked up originally and now this i don't know how many of those guys are going to go back to pick it up exactly because obviously it's that's been, the thing as well it's been unavailable it's the only one that you can't buy exactly now. which for final fantasy fans that's pretty attractive like i mean even for me like i didn't really give it the best shot when i when it first came out because it was so different to the other final fantasies i played so i'm definitely going to want to play it like i definitely 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 want to play final fantasy uh 12 the zodiac age so yeah, you have that as well, but yeah, I'm 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 still unsure how well it's going to actually do. Alrighty, that's the new segment yeah. all wrapped up. It's time to go into these questions, and the first one, Lauren, is from Brayden, aka Sora ninety six. Um, you probably see him all around our site. He does like all of our news content. Thank you so much, Brayden, for all the work you do on our site. Like you're amazing, and. Uh, his question is, what do you think is the possibility of a remake or remaster for Revenant Wings? Daryl's, what um, do you think? I think the possibility is very low, unfortunately. I mean, Revenant Wings didn't sell that great. Mm. Um, I think it was the kind of sequel that no one really asked for. Mm. It probably sounds quite harsh. It's really well received, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't a bad game or anything. No. It's just that I don't think anyone really expected it, and I think... The fact it came out on the DS as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, they were trying to look to capitalize on the... Like, the DS was massive. Um, but it was just one of those things where it just kind of fell under the radar for a lot of people. And um, I, I guess because Final Fantasy XII was... was Yeah, was like... It was that weird kind of situation. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's too much demand for, for a movie master. There, there may be I'm a after bit the Zodiac unsure. Age comes out. Yeah, I'm a bit unsure because I think it really depends on how the Zodiac Age does. And uh, have they announced that the Zodiac Age is coming on PC? No. Well, if it does, I I mean, I, I think they would be missing a trick if they didn't add it to their Steam library. I would feel like maybe there would be a DS remake, um, like a, a DS port on steam because i mean they've done it with final fantasy for the after years and i don't think that sold particularly well no i mean yeah putting it on steam would be the easiest i think that that would probably do. be good but um other than that i'm not sure how how else they would do it but i think that probably putting it on steam would be a possibility depending on how the zodiac age does and you know that's a big if but yeah next question Braden also asked if uh, ali's going to be making a cameo on the on the podcast ah <sighs> Well, technically, she came on the live streams. Yeah, she was on the live streams. She's currently asleep at the moment, though. Bless her. She's she's a bit of a rough house now. She's she likes to uh, get things. into everything. She'd probably start punching the microphones. Oh my gosh! Yeah, eating the microphones, biting me, just everything you can think of. Screaming. I know. That would be great for your ears as well. Bless her. Um, so Have yeah, kids. The, the next question is from Dead Demon Two Two Five, aka Julio Carrillo. 
who asks, who do you think the director of Final Fantasy 16 will be, Lauren? Um, I liked to believe the rumor that it's Ito, uh, just because I feel like he hasn't done one in a while. Like, Well, it, he did 12. He did do 12, but it's like, you know, that's that's two games ago. <laughs> three games. Three. Wait, I can't count. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's uh, three three games ago. Three games ago. I can count. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that it would be nice to have another one from him. More appropriate would be 11 years ago. I would love if Kataze would come back, though. I would love if he yeah. would come back. I know he, he seems to really like the producer chair, but I like Kataze's games. I think he's a really good director. And, yeah, I would love for him to come back and do another one. Another really intense, grimy Far Fantasy. And that's the weird thing. Like, I... It, I don't understand, like, um, maybe he's just kind of over it, or I guess because in Japan, the position he's in now, if he was to step into the directorial role, that would be seen as, a, like, a demotion for him. Yeah. And, like, th- that's not really something that would be, that, that he'd be keen on. But it must be weird for him look, kind of looking, I guess it was the same with Sakaguchi as well. Yeah. Although Sakaguchi didn't get it as much because Kitaze really, like, it was a weird kind of system for them because Sakaguchi obviously um, kind of brought these people in like Nomura, Kitaze um, Amano obviously worked with him quite a lot um, and they kind of grew with him and then when he took a step back because he went more kind of in the corporate side of things, Kitaze was there to like, inst- like, instilled with the virtues that Sakaguchi had worked with and or, or how he'd mentored him throughout the years but then he kind of put his own stamp on things. Mm. Um, whereas now, like, there is no one that Kataze is kind of mentored no. into the role. Like, it's just kind of everyone doing the free-for-all. And I, I wonder how he feels about that because yeah. he must know that the games that they're pushing out now aren't anywhere near as good as the ones that they like. he didn't. Or, like, from a professional perspective, he yeah. must be like, I, I reckon I could do better than this. Yeah, Like, he must look at the reaction and just think, like... I didn't get this kind of reaction to my games. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much sway he has to be like... Because that's the thing. Like, he's not the director. He can't tell them how to direct the game. Yeah. He's just kind of there to make sure that things they need are kind of done in the way that they yeah. need them. To be fair, I wouldn't blame him for not wanting to do another one because the director's chair at Square Enix must be so stressful. But, not, like, the, that's the thing, though. For him, like with uh, the ones that he worked on such positive praise that must be such, such... positive praise but i'm betting that he had a lot of sleepless nights he probably but more than he has hard. now i don't i don't know like the produ- it depends on what the producer role is like how much how much he needs to be on like sort of hand i know that for uh, some of the cr- the compilation games he he still kind of dove back in because he was one of obviously the authorities behind it but yeah i mean kataze would be the obvious option to kind of dive back in i don't know yeah. what he like if he'd be uh, quite rusty now yeah because of it yeah um i for me i my in a weird way like if you look at who square enix have got on their books and lauren knows where i'm gonna go what i'm gonna say um like why not give some other people a chance they're outside of like the traditional ones yoko Terra. yeah like... <laughs> i was thinking that as well i was just like i want yoko Terra to do everything square enix but yeah no but i don't know how he'd fit with the story no no he'd want to do it his way wouldn't he well he would but 
if you look at the games he does, they're more action RPGs as opposed to like traditional J- JRPGs. Yeah. Like they're, they're shorter experiences. The stories, um, it's more, I'd say, um, the, the story is not so like linear. Mm-hmm. Like you have to get a lot from the side quests and stuff like that. And the actual core story is, it's good, but it's not 40 hours long. Yeah. It's what I've always said though, like, Final Fantasy could learn if they want to go this open world route they can learn so much from the near games and how how much emotion he's gotten out of uh, like we've been playing near Automata and like the side quests that they have in there like you just get so sort of wrapped up in it you don't get that from Final Fantasy 15 I like Daryl did a, a quest um yesterday where it was all about this little baby um this little baby robot and he lost his mommy and you were just like oh bless you and well, no, he had he, so he, much he ran away from he his ran mom away from his mom because he yeah. got told off because his brother punched him yeah and then like when he got back together with his mom she started scolding him yeah and it's just so real like there's so much that's just real about the um the characters whereas the you worlds. look at like Viv. I know. And like, do I really care about Dino? Like, it's a bit uncomfortable, really. Yeah. The only one you kind of care about is Taka, but he doesn't even do anything. Like, there is no... Yeah, there's not... That that would just go in a whole another tangent. We might as well move on to the next one. Cause, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no. Yoko Taro, I, I, I have a vote for Yoko Taro as well. I think that that would I, be it. As much as Braden's going to hate this, I, I don't really think Toriyama should be i think he needs to work on something else mm. before he comes back to a main directorial chair because i think the spotlight wasn't good for him mm-hmm. um the the kind of the 13 franchise just the way it went just seemed really negative yeah i think he needs to kind of like tabata whereas tabata is actually kind of i guess i don't know how it works there or or whatever but like Tabata's just basically said, I'm not working on another Final Fantasy game. I want to do yeah. something that I want to do. Yeah. And then that's going to recharge me and refresh me. And then maybe I'll come back to Final Fantasy in the future with like renewed appetite or whatever. But like he didn't want himself to go down that negative spiral of, of hate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Toriyama, like the work he did on Final Fantasy X was great. Yeah. And like Final Fantasy 13 it just had the unfortunate thing of being their first HD game, like there were so many confusing things about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he didn't get to tell the story he wanted to tell because of the technical constraints they yeah. had. So yeah, like once they get more experience in certain things, bring it bring him back, allow him to kind of with a like a renewed appetite to, to try some new things yeah definitely all right next okay. question next question is from Urba Ray, aka rachel casterton um if you could combine two final fantasy games which would you choose and what would you call it mine would be final fantasy 15.8 a bit of a nomura uh yeah it's that's the nomura um i i was thinking about this question pretty much from the moment you asked it and i was just like well i have no idea which ones I'd want to merge. But then it hit me. Ooh. But literally about two seconds ago, it's going to seem really strange um, and it's going to be quite topical because I would also go for Final Fantasy XV. Mm. But because of how it's set up, Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> what? Think about it, right? So obviously they're going to okay. be adding the multiplayer component. Yeah. But with Crystal Chronicles, it was a single player game and it was okay. Yeah. But when you added the multiplayer component where everyone, you had four people set up 
you couldn't play it local. We, yeah. well, the whole point was you did play it local, obviously. Yeah. But everyone had their own Game Boy Advance controller with their own little mini map or whatever. Like, if, imagine if you did that for Final Fantasy Fifteen, where each person you could play through the entire story with someone else playing each of the four characters. That would be fun. And each of them has their own specialisms. Like, you get the person who's, I'm going to be Gladiator for the campaign. I get to use this gameplay. I get to do all that. I get, like, I'm not I get um, ability or skill up points for protecting yeah. Noctis in certain ways. Like, Prompto could be the one who, like, finds stuff and... Oh no, it's Ignis who like scouts. And, no, um, no, no, it's Gladiolus scouts. Gladiolus <clears throat> no, scouts. No, Ignis is the one who's like Libra and stuff. Yeah. So he's the one that could be like the the technician to tell people, or well, he gets skill ups for attacking certain with certain elements and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And then like when you go through dungeons, you get certain rewards for getting, which is exactly how Crystal Chronicles worked. Like you were aiming to work together. But you had your own independent objectives that you had to try and achieve. Yeah. And sometimes they would be counterproductive to what other people were trying to achieve. Like one person would be, oh, you've got to um, heal the most uh, damage. The other, but then someone else might be that they have to take no damage. Yeah. So then well, you can't heal them because they haven't taken any damage. Yeah. Um, or it will be like, you've got to open the most treasure chests. Because obviously everyone wants to open the treasure chests. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I think that would be like, really really cool if I they, would be if they fun. did that because that's the thing that i think was like sort of missing from Final fantasy 15 is like the sort of sense of um i mean you kind of have it with gladiolus where like it's a sense of job roles i just think that they they sort of missed an opportunity there to sort of really set up the guys as specific job roles but not actually saying that they're just specific job roles i mean i guess ignis is kind of like a healer a little bit like he's kind of like a white mage a little bit because he has the scanning and he has the healing and that sort of stuff. Prompto, I don't know what he is. He's is just, a gunner. Is he? Yeah, well, yeah, it's gunner. Yeah, gunner. Yeah. And he's also and then, got bits of Edgar as well. Because yeah, of the... and then, um, and then of course, you have Gladiolus, the tank. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, um, and it's a bit, like, silly, but I really think that Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy VII work well together. And I would love... They are connected. They are connected. I would love to see a sort of middle of the range uh, Final Fantasy, like uh, Shinra coming together in the formation of Shinra, and then maybe even leading into Genova crashing down on the planet and coming in. Um, I just think that that type of story would be really epic, and it would be nice to have that connection between the two games. What the hell would you call it? Final Fantasy ten seven seven ten times seven. I guess mine would be Final Fantasy fifteen Chronicles. Yeah, Final well, Fantasy. That's 7, not a bad 10. name for a game. Final Fantasy no. fifteen Chronicles. No. So your yours would be Final Fantasy ten seven. Ten seven Project Shinra. Okay. Yeah, or just like maybe like something like Genova Experiment, the Genova Chronicles. I was actually reading something. Um, we're doing a Final Fantasy twelve video at the moment for YouTube, and when I was doing my research, when Square Enix formed in their first press conference, which it looks like it was conducted by Wada and also Matsuda, the current <laughs> CEO. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get any confirmation on that. They just looked similar. Yeah. Um, the one of the questions they got asked was obviously Final Fantasy twelve had been announced at that point. They were like, so so what's next? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be working on Final Fantasy X Part 3? Mm. And they were just like, maybe, maybe not. And they also, at that point, did, they didn't even want to say that the next game would be Final Fantasy Thirteen. No. They were saying, like, the numbers are getting a bit too high now. Um, we might go away from the numbering convention. 
but yeah i just thought it was really interesting that even like back in what like 15 15 years ago people were already even though that 10 3 sorry 10 2 wasn't out yet <laughs> they were already asking about 10 3 wow which kind of leads us on to a too eager too eager yeah the, uh, the next question which lauren's gonna do Okay, so this next question is from Sadly Brillman, a.k.a. Brad Silman, who asked, Final Fantasy X-3, yay or nay, will it happen and do you want it? I mean, Lauren's concept just sounded pretty good. I think there's so <laughs> many different... Like, it's a difficult one because I'd say yes, in theory, I would really love a Final Fantasy X Part Three. I enjoyed Final Fantasy X Part Two, even though it was slightly off the wall. Mm. It had some great gameplay mechanics. Like the story was a bit cheesy, but still was yeah. quite good. Yeah. Um, and it was a trad- like it was a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Like, even though it was kind of dweeby. Yeah. Um, but like there's so much more they could do with that universe. Yeah. There's a prequel, like a connection with Final Fantasy Seven. Even uh the the kind of crazy <laughs> sequel they've got that they're concocting. Oh yeah. yeah at yeah. the moment, like so. Like, I guess it's the same with anything, isn't it? Like, I think any of the Final Fantasy games I would want to see more of, it just depends on the quality of the product they produce. Yeah. So would I want to see a 10 part three? Yeah, if it's an amazing game. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't I want to see that? Yeah. But at the moment, I have a lot of doubt as to whether it would be an amazing game. So. Yeah. And also, like, how would they run it? So they've gone so much into the open world type stuff. And then Final Fantasy, or sorry, Lightning Returns was like such a weird sort of hybrid gameplay system like i mean for me i would personally be okay with 10.3 existing if it had a similar um maybe upgraded system to final fantasy 10.2 like just um just an updated turn-based type thing i mean yeah um, if they had the 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 combat system from like uh, from final fantasy 13 which mm, was obviously an, yeah a, an adapted like version of 10.2 that that would be fine. I'd be interested to see what happens because, like, Will was really just out there, and it did leave <laughs> you a on a really massive doozy it. of a uh, of a cliffhanger. So I'd love to see how how they get out of the jam that they're in with Sin coming back and that type of stuff. I think, but with that story they proposed, there I've seen a lot of people because obviously we did the the ten three video where mm. uh, um, Hashimoto was basically saying that. They're, they're like they'd really want to do it. It's yeah. just that Nomura and Kataze working on the seven remake right now. Yeah, it's too much. Um, and like the reaction is that a lot of people just—it's kind of like a train wreck. Yeah, they they want they just want to see how they're going to dig themselves out of this hole. I would love to see like how it how it sort of plays out with Seymour being in it because he has to be back in it. I would love for him to just be a sort of come uh comedic troll type person, like just, just a, a troll. troll. Yeah, like it wasn't me. I didn't do that. Like, or if just he was the, actually like, sin somehow. Yeah. Oh, it would just be great. It would be Whoa. so great. I know. All right. So the what next question we have is from underscore Billy Jackson. He wants to know how we feel about the Final Fantasy 15 mobile MMO. Mm. <laughs> when will it come out? Um, never. Yeah. At this point. What's the point? I don't see at this point, any. What's the point? I know. I don't see any point. They can't even release King's Night. Like, come on, or King's Tale. Like, or sorry, no, it, is, it King's is King's Night. It is King's Night. Oh, I can't even get them straight. But no, I don't think there's any point. I think that they should they should just spend their resources elsewhere. Maybe creating a new um, uh, a new mobile game if they really want to go with the mobile route. 
but I just don't think that there's any point in them releasing a Valve SC15 mobile MMO at all. Well, also the fact that we've heard nothing about it whatsoever. Yeah. It was announced in November that the um, the guys would be working on it, but we've heard nothing since. That's five mm-hmm. months ago. Like, by the time it actually comes out, I mean, usually with mobile games, they will get, re- like, once they hit that release date, it's usually like out two months later so i mean it could they could announce a release date tomorrow for all we know and yeah. then it will be out in may yeah but um like it just seems so weird and with the games that i think it's machine zone they'll work on isn't it they make mobile strike uh game of war yeah i they're not mmos really no they're it, so i i really don't know yeah, they're more like until we see games. something like it's so hard to even think about or Man. fathom what it's going to be but i i i mean those games that they work on do really well which is why i mean they went to square with the proposal i believe mm. to say we want to work on a final fantasy mo and they were like well i need a final fantasy 15 one that's a great idea let's expand this Hooray. universe even more um but i have no idea i genuinely yeah i probably won't be playing it essentially we'll probably I give just... it a go I I don't care. I don't I don't care about mobile games. I have my mobile game. I'm happy. I want more console. Um. So the next question is from Nick underscore Nack ninety five aka Nico Gonzalez, and he wants to know: Do we have a favorite weapon design? His will always be the Buster Sword. Um. I've actually had a bit of a conversation with this on uh Twitter uh with someone else. I forget who. It, oh, it might have been Josh. It might have been um. Josh, who we've had on the show in the past, who came on for a quiz. Um, I don't know, really. Like, Buster Sword is pretty it's pretty synonymous. I actually, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm giving Final Fantasy X a lot of love today, but I really love Brotherhood. I was thinking that. Like, there are, Brotherhood is just I mean, so pretty. There are a lot that have unique designs, but you don't really pay too much attention to them. Like, yeah. you've got Lightning's uh, weapon, which obviously you remember. Yeah. But, like, Brotherhood... It's it's um it's kind of what's the word I'm trying to think of here? It's I don't know. I'm failing on words at the it, moment. It's not good for a podcast. It, it's it's no, you you know it's Titus's weapon. You know yeah. it's kind of synonymous with the game, but like I don't really think about him using it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Unis staff to me is more representative of Final Fantasy X. Yeah. I honestly have no clue how um Aaron uses his last weapon. The that big weird contraption that doesn't <laughs> actually look like a weapon. It just looks like I, a big sculpture i'd say my favorite design is the gunblade it just yeah gunblade Squ- squall's gunblade is just there was so much attention to detail put into yeah. that weapon just from the fact that they actually went through the process of making sure that the mechanics made sense yeah and it was probably the most unique design or weapon we'd seen at that point because it was typically a sword or kind of a gun of some kind yeah like, or like an, a bow and arrow a spear like it was all traditional weapons and, and that one for me was the first time where I thought this is kind of like really blending that fantasy element. Yeah. Because Final Fantasy VIII was that weird technology fantasy. Like yeah. It was, it was really, it, it wasn't like ye old fantasy of like horses and stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't future tech either. No. It was just kind of like this weird hybrid. Its own thing. It was, a, it was a fantasy world. Like yeah. it was another world that was different from our own, that had commonality. Yeah. But, like the gunblade for me was that weapon where it's a sword, yeah. but it also shoots the crap out of things <laughs> if you're kind of outraged. It's like a shotgun, yeah. Mitch. Obviously, lightnings is is different because yeah. it's 
you don't do both at the same time it's a sword and it turns into a gun which she rarely ever does but it's with the gun blade that it was such a cool weapon and like i i know that the buster sword is obviously synonymous because of cloud but the the gun blade is just so much cooler in terms of practicality Mm -hmm. and the fact that they actually yeah they implemented the gameplay mechanics i think it's the the whole r1 system yeah. Well, you've got to time your gun blade strikes to make sure you get that second hit. And even when you're blinded, it still counts because you, you're hitting with a shotgun point blank. <laughs> I think that was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed that. I will agree. I think that it's a really sleek design. But I do really like Brotherhood. I think Brotherhood is just a gorgeous blade. I love the look of it. I love that it's made out of water. I love that it represents Chapu as well um, because it's the blade that um, Waka gave Chapu when he died um well before he died but no i i i will stand by brotherhood i do like uh the gun blade though but brotherhood is my weapon okay this next one is from the upper lens aka david andrew who asks have either of you 100 percented any final fantasy games yes but only one of them oh i think you're the same right kind of i mean it's hard because there's some things that i just don't want to do like, I don't really want to grind for, like, 100 hours. I don't want to dodge 200 lightning bolts. Even though I did it. But I, I didn't so get the trophy for the, it, but I did it before. The one that I am guessing that you 100%ed was 10-2. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did that one. Do, can you I guess... pretty much 100%ed Final Fantasy VIII as well. Can you guess the one I did? Final Fantasy Seven. No. No? Crystal no. Chronicles? I, I No. No. <laughs> I... Yeah, Final Fantasy Seven. I actually, I well, I think I pretty much did, but I cheated. Um, so I used the Explorer cheat cartridge because I couldn't be bothered to be Emerald and Ruby legitimately. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, Final Fantasy Eight is the only one I've ever done everything on. Mm. I I think my game time was like 130 hours or something. Yeah. But it was the only one where I was just like, I got every character to maximum level. Yeah. I beat a mega weapon. I did yeah. all the poo-poo quests. I, I did every single thing that game had to offer. Um, But none of the others, I've, I I couldn't be bothered with any of the others. Mm. I, Final Fantasy Ten, I did bits. So I did the lightning dodges. I did the chocobo racing around the uh, thing and also doing the seagull dodging. Um, But there were just certain... I just didn't want to do it all. Yeah, I, I, I don't care about the stupid sphere grid. Uh, you can keep yeah. your stupid freaking so master sphere grid. I, I think hate I that. got quite a few of the weapons, but I didn't. I beat I beat the Dark Aeon Valfort, but I couldn't yeah. be bothered anymore. One of my friends beat Penance, but he was like 400 hours or something I ridiculous. And I, I couldn't be bothered to do that. I can't be bothered, that. no. And then uh, 13, I just couldn't be bothered. Um, and 15, I, I'm getting my way through it. I'm mm. trying to get the platinum at the moment. All I need to do now is I've just got to be the adamant toys and, and do the fishing and then I've got the platinum. But obviously there's loads of stuff you can do in 15 that you're not rewarded for yeah. apart from kind of a pat on the back. Yeah, I think I did. I think I did seven recently. I did that one, I think, on Steam. I either got most of the most of the stuff. I pretty much did all the big stuff. I don't think I even got notes of the round. But I did. Um, I did. I didn't ever uh, the get the only gold thing, chocobo. No, the only thing I didn't get was the stupid enemy skills. I didn't get those ones because there's one that only happens once a game and I didn't get that one and that was it. And I was just like, I'm not, screw this. I'm not playing this game again in order yeah, to do that. Yeah, so typically for me, um, I I don't try and 100% the games. I get bored. I get to a point um, where I think, you know what? I've done my fill. Yeah. 
I, I will get the ultimate weapons yeah. when it's practical for me to do so. Exactly. Like, if it's it's the, kind of a risk versus reward. Mm-hmm. So I will generally get some of them, but I don't I don't care about getting everyone's for character. I don't care about getting a weapon for a character I don't use. Yeah, no. So I and I like with Final Fantasy VIII, I did the uh, I would typically like level up the characters I want to use, but I don't care about the other ones because I don't use them. Oh, I didn't do Aerith's either in Final Fantasy VII, which is pretty annoying. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did do that one. Um, so our next question is from Trotbags, who says, mm-hmm. I've asked you this before recently, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on the Final Fantasy XV Amano art. Now that you've played Final Fantasy XV, what do you think happened to Odin? Oh, poor Odin. It seems like he got a cut. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't make much sense, the Amano art now, because, like, there's so many things about it that, like... It looked just like the cast were riding on the regalia on Doom Train, so I was hoping that maybe the train that they were riding on was going to turn into a Doom Train type segment. Um, there were some things, like the spider the, the spider type enemy is actually in it, so that was in the Amonomart. And obviously you have all the Shivas. But yeah, it's just a shame with Odin. I mean, there's still the potential for him to be added at a later date. Possibly, DLC. possibly he could be a boss in one of the other, um, in one of the other episodes. Yeah, because obviously, I mean, in the in the pre build up, Tabata said that Gilgamesh wasn't going to be in the game, mm-hmm. but he is now being added by episode Gladiolus. So, yeah. I mean, there's the potential for Odin to be added, but yeah, who knows what happened to him? Mm. I mean, there's theories going around about who Odin might be in the game, but obviously they're not confirmed; they're just theories, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't see them changing anything regarding to that anytime no, soon so no. i think the best chance is that he might arrive as a dlc boss but other than that i, I think he just disappeared i know bless him all right this next one is from mermaid nozo aka emily who asks what are some other game series you would recommend to people who like final fantasy i'd say near <laughs> like the original near yeah probably more than anything else uh, although I don't know how that holds up now with the test. I know, time. I know, but like as far as story goes, you can't get much better than Near. Near has a great story as long as you're willing to dedicate yourself to it. I mean, honestly, uh, I'm I'm slightly weird in that um, I'm not actually a big JRPG fan. Mm. I I got into Final Fantasy kind of by accident, and I I was never really too compelled to try and find other JRPGs to play, and the ones I have reviewed uh because obviously with uh when we did gaming union much more seriously i was reviewing games left right and center and we, we reviewed a lot of jrpgs and they never really resonated with me as well as uh, final fantasy did i think you've tried yeah. a couple of tales games yeah i didn't and, really like them and like obviously nice do lots of games uh, i like which... persona persona is probably the next one down from final fantasy for jrpgs that i like and nino kuni is really good as well that's a really good one um and they're coming out obviously with the second one as well but um i think it depends on what you're looking for like it depends on if you're looking yeah. for the turn-based battle system like, persona is your next best thing i'd say the only other well the second i've only ever played one of them mm-hmm. so this doesn't really help but uh I really enjoyed the first Disgaea and mm. that's kind of the whole, like if you enjoyed tactics, you probably would like Disgaea because it's got the whole strategy RPG element to it. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I, 
I don't really know. Like my game taste is so broad, mm-hmm. it's it's hard for me to think. Like, well, if you like, especially because Final Fantasy is so broad now as well. Obviously, yeah, it depends when you came into Final Fantasy. Yeah, because if you came in at the same time as us, around like six through ten, yeah, then you're gonna have a very different perception of what like the the, the game the, represents so compared to thirteen or. 15. I mean, because like there's also I am Setsuna. If you haven't played that already, obviously that's another Square game. But like it's it's another game that's that is a turn based. JRPG that is really good. Um, but honestly, I would probably say if you're looking for story wise, I would stick to things like open worlds, open world games. I, I was um, gonna say another obvious one would be Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Um, but I would say like I felt more compelled by the stories and things like Mass Effect, the original two and maybe three. Yeah, Mass um, Effect one and two are fantastic. They're really great if you can RPGs. get into the gameplay. And then, I mean, stuff like Skyrim, like, you can really get immersed in the worlds and... Um, but it's like, is that the thing that... Because obviously, yeah. I, I still harken back to the fact that if you like Final Fantasy, it, I liked Final Fantasy because I didn't like Western RPGs. Yeah, I know, I know. That, but that's the thing. Final Fantasy has turned into sort of a Western it RPG has. hybrid at the moment. So it, it really depends on what you're looking for. But I honestly think if you're looking for, like, a traditional JRPG, I think uh, Persona series, if you start with Persona 3 and then do 4, um, they're really great games. Like Atlas do really great JRPGs um, that are traditional JRPGs. And they haven't um, kind of lost their conviction either. Like, no. They haven't changed their style. Mm-mm. They haven't got big enough yet. Yeah, no. They're, st- they're big, but they're not that big. Yeah. Um, so the next question is from Yao Calixto who asked, do you think that Tifa and Scarlet's epic battle on the Dune and Cannon will look as amazing in the PS4 remake? I sure do hope so. I mean, it will be interesting to see what they make the smaller characters look like in the remake, like Scarlet. Like, Scarlet is such a sort of forgotten villain in Final Fantasy VII. I, the representation of Scarlet and Heidegger yeah. is going to be so funny. Yeah. Because Heidegger, and this is where the personality and the humor is going to, because Heidegger was a joke yeah he was just a massive joke then the laughs they had together like the voice acting knows it could end up being worse than the titus laugh oh the girl yeah 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 yes and uh by far uh so i i genuinely scarlet is she's gonna be an interesting one yeah all right this last one is from samantha beagle who asks with square enix putting out a steady stream of information about updates for final fantasy 15 and knowing your thoughts about dlc what sort of content would you want from the game and yeah by our thoughts about dlc it's the fact that we don't particularly like it yeah um i don't know to be honest i think that I mean, there's two ways of looking at this. Lauren's going to have her own opinion, which I, <laughs> I, I kind of already know. But yeah. I'm going to take the opinion of they've committed to a 12-month roadmap and they haven't announced anything really too much about what's going to be in it outside of mm. episode Ignis and Prompto and uh, Comrades. I know they, they've said they're going to be working on the bestiary. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I kind of liked how they did 10-2. Sorry, 13-2, uh, where it was... There was the Colosseum. They added kind of new bosses to try and test yourself against. Yeah. And just adding a couple of new items, like new new cool weapons, new dungeons would be all right, I guess. But I don't see them particularly doing that if it's not paid content. No. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. I mean, like, I'm not too bothered about stuff like the Power Ranger suit. 
Nah. It's bad that I'm call- I call it the Power Rangers series. I know, but it does It does look like... I mean, they probably will completely change it now, but... I don't. I, part of me thinks they're just going to forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I hate being I hate being the cynical, the cynical person. But I do just think, like, I'm kind of done with Final Fantasy XV. I mean, I've played the main game. That was the game that they intended to release. Um, I feel like the season pass stuff is kind of an afterthought. I well, yeah. I mean, I, I, we're not going to dive into it, but yeah. the reason for Gladiolus's content to exist is just beyond stupid. Yeah, like from a narrative perspective, it's so dumb. Yeah, it 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 really is. Uh, I yeah, he I just, can't even. Yeah, it's kind of just like I'm actually head on hands, head on hands, yeah, both the way around, head hands on, on head, hands on I, head. It just. Yeah, I mean, like they they really didn't think about it too much. No. I mean, it, it it just looks the more and more you look at it, it just it it's cash in. And um, and, and it's such a shame. And that's why I'm personally not not delving into the DLC. But like, I just I just think that they should just give up. I think that uh, the team, I think that they should just hold their hands up and say, "This is it." You know, we are after this, like comrades and stuff we're done with final fantasy 15 we're folding up everything we're holding folding up shop and move on to the next thing because i think that like the fact that they have 70 percent of the team still working on it like those people are so much better used elsewhere probably like within the company i mean like there's so many other games that they could probably produce or start planning outside of that and they just have this team just sitting there just kind of working on the same thing and i'm sure like probably some of them are probably done with it as well yeah because i mean the stuff they're working on is like the regalia going off road it's like when you just finish a project and then like somebody comes in or your teacher comes in and it's just like oh yeah well you have like ten thousand edits and you pretty much just have to redo the whole thing so you might as well just add like a bunch of uh, you might as well add a whole yeah, page like, worth of you content. know that you know that project that you'd just spent like some people 10 years of your life working on we yeah. released it but you're not done yet yeah you're not you're not quite finished yet we've got another year at least because they're already talk- they're already talking about beyond i know and no i just think that they should just they should just quit while they're ahead just like say arrivederci to final fantasy 15 so yeah um that's a great question, Sam, because yes. I think it's the only one that we got asked where I, I genuinely don't know. I genuinely <laughs> don't know what you sort of... You stumped. You stumped the Daryls. Well, like, just thinking about what I would actually want to see from Final Fantasy Fifteen. I don't... Like, the story they gave us was the story they gave us. They, For all I know, the changes they're going to make could make it worse. Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? You so, don't know. like... Do I like by the by the end of the twelve months? I mean, there's a rumor going around. There's been a, quite a few that they're going to yeah. add loads of different scenes for like Core and Regis and Luna, and like we could end up with a story that's technically the same but quite different. Yeah. Um. I mean, it looks like they're kind of the the whole Pitios Ruins theory that's kind of been doing the rounds as well. Like, they're gonna, they, there's gonna there were nodes like odes to that in the episode Gladiator stuff. Yeah. Like, I they're just gonna keep messing with it yeah it just it's done yeah like you look at the compilation of final fantasy 7 and there was good in there yeah but there was bad there yeah. was bad as well and like wh- i yeah it's just it's done mm-hmm. just just let it let it sit let yeah. it rest 
if you want to fix bugs and you want to like make it little and tweaks and enhancements yeah. and stuff, then by all means. But I mean, even the bestiary you said is going to be quite arduous. Yeah. Like you've got to find every monster and then you've got to have every monster attack you with every single move that they have. Yeah, like that just sounds horrendous. And I was just like, well, what's going to happen with the um, the people who have platinums? Apparently, according to Daryl, you will still keep your platinum even if they add more trophies. So at least that's nice. But like, I don't want to have to go back to Final Fantasy 15 and refill my bestiary. I, I, I've done my I've done my time. I've done my time. Yeah, so I'm I, done. <laughs> I think probably the only thing that I would care about them adding is, I mean, they've re- increased the level cap for no yeah. real reason. Yeah. So like, if they added like a new hard dungeon or like a couple of dungeons with some yeah. really cool items at the end of them even that the just, scenes they're just the, the thing that game's missing is that there's a new game plus and everything but like there's there's if they just added some items that just said like if you're really that dedicated if you really want to play to this point just make the game so that you can just kind of walk it just yeah. give to give someone like just like a god mode kind of thing yeah just, you're gonna use this weapon you're gonna trounce everything yeah yeah. Yeah. So that's probably what I would want from from it. And that's pretty much that's the last question. Yep, that's it. We made it. We made you, it through, Lawrence. We made it through. Thank you everyone who answered the question. Well, answered. We yeah, answered the questions. We answered the questions. Thank you to everyone who asked us questions. Yes, we actually pre-planned this time. I know. I know. Look at us. We're so yes. special. We are. We deserve a gold star for today. We do. We do. We do. And for our music this episode, we're going all the way back to the beginning. Ooh. It's a track from Final Fantasy 1 with Toya's Cave and it's by Basutora. We actually got a note from someone who was saying, Daryl, why don't you put links anywhere for the music so we can download it? Well, unfortunately for this one, there isn't one. Oh no, why not? It's from a like a really niche Japanese um like arrangement group <laughs> called Celestia. Um I don't really know I don't think they've got a YouTube or anything. Mm. Uh, they might have a SoundCloud. You just have it. Yeah, I just have it. Good job, Daryl. Thanks. You just acquire things. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, so, yeah, the next Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come on the 4th of April. Still won't be moved into our new house, but we will be after that. Yes, yes. Six days after, exactly. Yeah, so Yay. things may get better or worse. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, I mean, like, when we when we moved house last time, when we moved into the house, we didn't quite realise... Well, our house was empty. Yeah. So the first time we did the podcast, we had massive, like refurb and stuff yep. so we're gonna hopefully pre-plan around that one um but yeah obviously subscribe to us on the itunes store if you just search for final fantasy we will come up as the number one show i think still mm-hmm. uh and um if you're interested in uh videos and stuff like that please be sure to check out our youtube just search for final fantasy on youtube we'll we'll find you you'll find us and uh we've got about 20 close on twenty-two thousand subscribers I know, now it's crazy it's getting pretty nuts amazing getting pretty nuts and, and thank I, you for anyone who's like following us on there and and following us on here. Like it's it's awesome that you guys are so supportive. Yeah. Of course, please be sure to check out all the news coverage on FinalFantasyUnion.com. It's updated quite regularly now by Brayden. Thank you, Brayden. So, uh, comment, take part. We'll respond probably. Yes. At some point, Brayden will definitely respond if you yeah. talk to him. Yeah, Brayden's awesome. And of course, if you want to support the show, please remember to head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. All right, Lauren. It's goodbye. Bye. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production.
Oh, 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 oh,